Los Angeles, 2022. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott slash Sadie Pines. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of what? The Golden Girls. And then we talk about it. But then we ran out episodes. Oh, no. So then we broke down all 24 episodes of The Golden Palace. But we ran out of those episodes, too. So now we do whatever the hell we want. That's right, HL and Scott slash Sadie Pines. Today, we're doing another Golden Topics episode where we talk about unforgettable stories and lessons on the Golden Girls and how they tie into our own life experiences. We have, today, Carrie, we have, this is a first for us. We've, this is a first. This is a first because when we started this podcast way back in 2014, there were no other golden girls podcast and then we were on a lonely little island we were we were we were like when the girls were deserted on that deserted on that island but not really but yeah because it was the beach on the other side of yeah Mm -hmm. totally but it was it's like that it was like that and then after we started you know more podcasts started popping up not saying we influenced them but they popped up and then now cut to 2022 eight years later is that eight years yeah eight years later like there are so many great Golden Girls podcasts out there who do so many different things than what we do. And it's just so nice to have sort of like the variety out there, right? Exactly. It's so for all of you who have been watching She-Hulk recently, I'm not saying we, <laughs> wow. we're not, we don't have like Tatiana Maslany on the show or anything, but when you got to that episode and Daredevil appeared and you were like, whoa, I Daredevil's- watched, I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> so Daredevil appeared for in his, he has his own Daredevil show and then he appeared in mm. She-Hulk and it's like, oh, what a gorgeous crossover. Okay. And okay. so that is what we, I have no idea if I'm speaking to the, our demographic right Definitely now by talking not, about I She-Hulk. Think. <laughs> Check out She-Hulk. If, if you if you watch, watch any that. Marvel show, watch She-Hulk. I loved WandaVision. I'm oh, not good. a Marvel person, but I loved WandaVision. But yes, you're right. We are doing a crossover today, and we have two friends of mine from a great podcast. I met them in Chicago at Golden Girls Con. I've done their podcast. I'm going to release the tension right now and just say who it is. It's So Good We Named It podcast with Barrett Yay! and Faye. They're joining us, which is so fun. It was so fun. I mean, it's they're just the best. And meeting them in Chicago was so great. And it's just I'm so glad that they could do the podcast today. I know a lot of you listen to their podcast and we're excited to have other Golden Girls podcasts on the podcast. But today we are starting with Baird and Kay from So Good We Named It. Yes. And we're going to talk about the ups and downs of aging. And I think we're just I think we should just Take a little break and then get right into it. Let's just get right into it, baby. Let's do it. Do it. Here today, I'm so excited to join. Have Barrett and Kay from So Good We Named It podcast join us today. Hello, you guys are our official first Golden. This is our first Golden Girls podcast crossover. Yes, like Marvel and uniting. Yeah, we're the empty nest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God you're not nurses. Um, thank you guys for joining us. It's so, and I, of course, have done you guys' podcast and we, you know, met each other in real life in Chicago at, at Golden Con, which was so much fun. Yes, it was, it was a great time. Wasn't it? Still, guys, still recovering. What was the, what was, you're still recovering like months later. I love that. I love that. You partied hard. You actually, you guys worked a lot. I mean, I was in drag and stuff, but I intentionally was like, I'm not doing some things. <laughs> <laughs> because we I did a lot of things yeah, on top of um, Barrett harassing the hundreds of, or thousands <laughs> of people who were there handing out our uh, business cards and things of the sort but we, it was very fun we hosted a lot of different shows met a lot of people it was really an amazing time yeah it was we did everything I was like what do you want us to do sure I will do all of it because I don't know if I'll get the chance again yeah you guys hustled I mean you guys got pictures with literally every single essentially panelists that was at golden i'm so jealous 
Much. <laughs> I was like, I, I gotta soak it all up. It was like being inside of my TV. It was really yeah. What was a standout moment for, if you had to pick one moment, each of you, what was a standout moment? Barrett, let's start with you. I think it got really real and like surreal, I suppose, when I was in the green room and all of these celebrities just kept walking in and then I immediately Sadie was Pines, on the stage. Right? Talking about Sadie like, Pines right now. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And then I was like, oh, there's <laughs> other people here besides Sadie. Uh, and then when we're on the stage, like to have um, young Dorothy sitting right next to me and all these other people, Barbara Thorndike, I'm saying the characters for those that don't know the actors' names, yeah. and um, Clayton and Mr. Haha slash uh, Lou. It was just like, I was in shock. It was, I, I, I don't have the word. It was just very surreal. And that's when it clicked, like, okay, this is real. What about you, Kay? I absolutely enjoyed when we interviewed um, Barbara Thorndike aka uh bonnie bartlett she was just so sweet and amazing uh, just an amazing person so much different from her character so i really really like that as well as the ending where we got to all join in and sing thank you for being a friend the soul version um with aaron that was just wonderful it was a, a wonderful experience overall top to bottom yeah i remember yeah. barbara looking at me and barbara thorndike looking at me and being like like i could tell at first she was like what is this six two <laughs> drag queen doing in this room <laughs> that was her first reaction second reaction was what are you like literally it was mm -hmm. like she was just sort of staring at me for a while and then of course i had to break i had to break the the what was it called break the ice break the ice is that what it's called yeah yeah i just had to like lessen the tension between because i could tell she was very curious so i had to go over to her and and she was in a wheelchair and just sit next to her and just mm -hmm. sort of explain to her what I was doing and who I was and all of the things. And she was very receptive. I loved talking. With yeah, her. she was very fun. She was a lot of fun. And you guys podcast is so much fun. How did it start? How did it start? Um, well, I listened to your show, which had, a, had ended at the time that we started because Golden yeah. Palace hadn't come out. And I had started listening to Nook Wicker and I found myself talking back to Lauren and Sarah. And I'm like, well, I have a lot to say. So maybe I should just have my own. Mm -hmm. So then when uh, Betty passed away, I was like, well, now is the time, you know, to, to start doing this. And I was like, well, nobody's probably gonna listen to it. So let's just do something just for fun. And it kind of just took off and we weren't really ready. Uh, but we're mm -hmm. here now, as Kay likes to say. Yeah, we're here now having a great time. And he was like, don't you like the Golden Girls? I'm like, yeah, I like the Golden Girls. Well, come do this podcast with me. Sure, no problem. Let's do it. And here we are. <laughs> have you that's been, amazing you that's, that's sort of like what mind? hl and i did yeah. like it was just like yeah let's let's do this thing we're just gonna do it for us <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. know if you guys know our story we started in 2014 right carrie was it 2014? yeah yeah and mm -hmm. and yeah we just it was very similar we i mean we i actually didn't know carrie before we started the podcast we we became friends and then started the podcast which is sort of a, a different from you guys how long have you guys been friends i think we're coming up on three years yeah right? it, was, it was three years this past september wow yeah. i know you would think we've known each other for all of our lives but no i met him one september afternoon um mm -hmm. as a new hire to the job that he was already at and we sat together as like cubicle mates and oh. it was just uphill from there <laughs> And I was upset because I had an empty desk next to me where I would put my stuff when I didn't want it on my desk. And I'm like, well, who is this coming to take my second desk? But then I met you and I was like, okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> now, Barrett, you, I'm always amazed because I, of course, am a Golden Girls fan. I mean, I have, I'm Sadie Pines. Like, of course, I'm a Golden Girls fan. But I, you take it to a level that is, <laughs> beyond yeah. what I, I don't you're not you're, right now your background we're all on zoom for everyone listening but your background is is the house however when we chatted you were in a room that had so much golden girls paraphernalia it actually caused me anxiety because i thought about the dust i thought about <laughs> not dust that probably acquires in your home due to all of this paraphernalia you have can you talk a little bit about everything you have and do you ever get stressed cleaning it so I, that was my office and I actually took everything out of my office 
Golden Girls and put most of it in the hallway and then just spread some stuff out like a little in the kitchen because it was giving me anxiety. I was like, okay, this is too much. It's like taking over my life. So let me spread it out. And also when people will come over, I'm like, oh, this is my Golden Girls room. And they like peek their head in. Okay, that's nice. So now it's in the hallway. You have no option but to look at it. When you yes. Walk in. Um, <laughs> but it started with uh, a magnet. It started with a magnet. And wow. that was the only thing I had. And then I had a few pop figures. And most of this is very recent. This has not been like decades of purchasing. And a lot of stuff that people give me as gifts. And I just looked up one day and it got out of hand. And that's Massive. how we ended up on the AP because they saw that, you know, I was such a dedicated fan, but it, it I don't know how it started. It really was not meant to be all of that, but yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it is impressive, Carrie. If you saw this room, I was definitely like, that's a lot of stuff. Like, I don't even have, I have a lot of Golden Girls. I know. I was going to say for H. Allen to say that, because you have so much have stuff. So yeah. So yeah, I'm very curious. I'd love to see any pictures or um, yeah, I'd love to. I'm I'm very curious now what this uh, massive hallway looks like. Yeah, it's like please. a museum. It's massive. He should charge admission. Yeah, where's <laughs> charge admission? Because yeah, seriously, who has more there than was, me? I don't think anyone does. Years ago in New York, there was someone who curated his apartment with paraphernalia dedicated to the Nancy, the Tanya Harding, Nancy. What's her name? Nancy I thought you were going to say the nanny yeah. and no, I was like, no. oh, that, Nancy, please tell me more. That <laughs> whole incident, he had a yes. whole, he turned his apartment into a museum dedicated to Tanya Harding mm-hmm. and Nancy Kerrigan for like a week where he'd let people wow. come, they paid admission and they would walk through all the things he's collected over the years of Nancy and Tanya. It was frightening, but also he probably made a lot of money. So Barrett, you could yeah. probably make a lot of money. Well, I don't have a crowbar I can put on display, but maybe <laughs> I have something else <laughs> noteworthy to look at. Yeah, just, you just throw a Danish out there. Be like Frida Claxton. <laughs> yes. <touch> this once. <laughs> I would. Who would know? Who's that. gonna Who's gonna look it up? <laughs> well, so like one of the things that Carrie and I have experienced over the years is we have you know a very dedicated fan base and we love communicating with them and we love all the things they share with us and it's just it's such a nice community. And when Carrie and I started, there were no other Golden Girls podcasts. I mean, we were. I mean, obviously, it was sort of early days of podcasts, but also there just weren't many recap podcasts out there doing much rewatches yeah yeah and now there are a lot of of rewatch podcasts but there are also just a lot of golden girls podcasts who do a lot of different things you mentioned enough wicker that takes like a scholarly sort of take on the golden girls like there are so Mm -hmm. many so what is it like what kind of reception have you guys had to your fan base and people listening to your podcast and like how have you learned anything new about sort of what you've been doing with the podcast from your fans um I think, like, for me, I was really pushing the Golden Palace thing. And I looked, I was like, did Adam and I do any Golden Palace yet? No, they didn't. So now I can say we're the first. But um, (laughs) I wanted to have something different. And so that was one thing, the Golden Palace. But then I realized, well, what can we say about the episodes that hasn't already been said, even though we do a lot of episode reviews? But I think we're the only podcast that also does all types of shit. We, can I curse on here? People always yeah, ask me that. Yes. And now I'm that person. Okay, well, fuck. <laughs> um, I feel like we do, we do a variety. We do recaps. We do live episodes with Twitter spaces so people can jump in. We have contests. Yeah. We have celebrity interviews. I just try to do anything and everything and just try to tie it to Golden Girls just to keep the people coming back for more. You don't like this? Well, maybe you'll like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What is I love that. It's like a fun grab bag of like, it's going to be, it's, yeah, you're going to tie it into the Golden Girls and, and it's going to be a fun surprise. And that's really cool. I like that. What is something that you learned? Kay, what about, oh, this is for you. What is something that maybe you learned about the Golden Girls that when you were just a fan of the Golden Girls, when you were just watching the episodes before you started doing the podcast, did you, have you learned anything new about the Golden Girls or have you been surprised by anything? There's always fun facts that pop up on the podcast, uh, either if it's from Barrett personally or any of the guests that we have on the show. Uh, there's always little tidbits and fun facts of things that I could fill a book with. Uh, none that I can think of right now, but there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> of things that I learned that I could fill a book with. I learned from one of our guests one day that chickens what is it about the chickens and the eggs you're not gonna why i want to talk about it all eggs had baby chickens in them and apparently they're not all fertilized like the ones that we eat were never fertilized i didn't know that exactly oh wait what i know right i know exactly what i said but go back go back start at the beginning so 
back up yeah. to Count Bessie's yeah. here. What? Yeah. So, so, so either like, it, I always thought that the eggs that we ate, if they would have kept, you know, harboring yes. them, they would have turned into baby chickens. Yes. But that's not true because just uh, like, oh, yeah. um, yes. all, you know, people who have, who have eggs in their body, um, they have the eggs already and right. it doesn't get fertilized until it meets right. the sperm. So same thing. They're just regular eggs. It's just and an egg. Chicken period. Until it meets That's the sperm. what we yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> thanks. Wow. That really, <laughs> that really makes you like second best ordering like eggs somewhere. You know what I mean? It makes you be like, am I? Wait. Yeah. No. Oh, like I'm still going to order them. Yeah, you I'm know what? Gonna... I didn't know that. I'm absolutely going to. I gonna... had no idea. I do. So, I wow, no you idea learn something new every day. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I thought. Stuff like that all it the time. All the time. It, if, it, if, it, if you don't crack, if it just continues, it'll continue on to a baby yeah. chick. But no, that's no. not true. Wow. We no. sidebar a lot and we've learned stuff like that that has nothing oh. to do with Golden Girls, but it's still important. Yeah. Oh, that's H. Me. Allen is known yes. for, I mean... H. Allen takes us off the rails. I'm the one that usually gets us back on. Their tangents uh, are wild. We, I definitely, I'm definitely one to be able to be. I mean, because I just, I feel like I learn so many things every single day, and I want to share it with everybody. Which is the beautiful thing about podcasting is you can well, literally. We, yeah. We'll be doing an episode. We'll be like, so anyway, then Rose and Mister Terrific and H. Allen's like, did I ever, did I ever tell you about the time that I solved yes. a murder on Unsolved no. Mysteries? No. Like, no. What? Which is true. I mean, you know, it's it's. This is our oh. lives. This is our lives. They're yeah. here for the content. Now, there is one thing that Carrie and I learned really quickly doing the Golden Girls, our Golden Girls podcast, is that there's a handful of facts that most, let's say, layman Golden Girls fans know. And whenever they meet diehard Golden Girls fans like the four of us, they love to share those facts. And it becomes- As if they're telling us something brand new Sick. that we like, yeah. buckle up, I'm about to Gold share something. Golden explaining. Yes. Yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> and I mean, one of those, I think probably the major one is, well, did you know that Sophia was younger than Dorothy in real life? That is the one that we actually had to start telling guests before they came on. To not Don't say, say that. It. Don't, because yeah. everyone the, knows The it. fans would get upset. Yeah. So yeah, I, the fans definitely early on, we heard from them that they weren't, uh, they didn't love it as much when we would have a guest on who wasn't a big Golden Girls fan because they would have questions <laughs> like that. So this episode today, like this is exactly what the Golden Girls fans want. They just yeah. want hardcore Golden Girls fans talking and having these conversations. Yeah. So I have a feeling that this that this episode is going to get um, it's going to get a lot of really good reception just because catnip. we can all it's yeah, it's catnip, right? We yeah. can all say lesbian mm -hmm. three times and everybody knows what it means and we can all laugh <laughs> and everybody at home can laugh. And our yeah. guests who we would have on, they would be like, I don't lesbian. I don't. What is That's that? That's something I wanted to ask. <laughs> you guys actually so like one of the things that over the years before the pandemic that we did was we would have live shows where we would you know just bring guests on and have basically do an episode live like a lot of you, live mm -hmm. recordings of podcasts are very common now so people know what that is but would, would you guys ever consider doing that in chicago because chicago is a great golden girl city people love the golden girls in chicago um i have tried i feel like there are people that kind of have the market already um trying to think of a good pc way to say it. basically they just have like taken over and i've reached out to different places because we've gone to trivia and things like that so i know that that is a yeah. thing especially in boys town but yeah. i never really hear anything back or they'll oh. you know, refer me to somebody else and i'm like well geez i think people would like it but okay. i'll help you out with that i i Aww, we can, we can work. Great. We can work it. that out. I'll say H. Allen said, "Do it." So yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll talk to some people that I know in Chicago. We can work something out there because that that shouldn't be the case at all. You guys should just be able to do it, honestly. And it'll yeah, bring, talk to Lori so. Lightfoot. It'll bring. I, <laughs> That's our mayor. <laughs> yes, I know. I know her. She's 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 interesting. She's done some interesting things. She's a character. Yeah, she's, she's a character. character. I do love that it's yes, the openly come on the show sometime. Big city queer mayor <laughs> in the in the country is 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 her, which is amazing. I think that's incredible. Yeah, but you guys should have that in Chicago because it is like. I mean, you guys have local fans, right? Like people come. To, like, do you guys hear from people in um, Chicago who love you guys? Yes, somebody just um, reached out like, hey, were you just at uh, GameStop on this street? I saw you. I'm like, that that was me, actually. <laughs> and she actually ended up doing the show. But I'm like, who else is watching me? And I don't even know it. So that yeah. was fun. 
Do you guys have local, like, I mean, because here in L.A. and in many other cities, San Francisco, New York, et cetera, there are, like, drag Golden Girls sort of moments where they perform episodes or they do episodes dedicated or do performances dedicated to the Golden Girls. Do you guys have that in Chicago as well? I'm sure we do, but I haven't seen any, um, like, recently. I'm not sure if if it's taken a while for things to get started back up since we had the pandemic and everything of that sort, Mm -hmm. like, bringing the crowd back out. Um, But I'm sure that they have stuff stuff like that here, too. We just haven't seen anything yet. We typically have to go other places to see fun, amazing things like that. You know, like, New York. I know that's where the Golden Gays are. Well, Hell in a Handbag is here. Hell in a Handbag. I I don't know if they perform, though. I've only seen productions that are non-Golden Girls related. Right. Um, But I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Well, we should definitely work on that. Well, so, Carrie, should we take a break and then come back with our golden topic that we're going to discuss? Yes. Well, we'll be right back. Okay, so our golden topic for today is how to deal with aging without breeding minks. Something <laughs> I love about the Golden Girls. That was funny. Nice right, though? No, that was good. It's, the, these, it's for the hardcore Golden Girls fans. Yeah. So I, I'd, I'd love to just talk about first, like, I mean, the, you know, the Golden Girls, I think, really changed the way that we look at women of a certain age at that time. You know, they yeah. weren't grandmas staying home knitting all day. They were active. They had sex lives. They didn't need men or their children around because they had each other. And I, 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 I so I'm so glad that this was the topic that Barrett and Kay that you two picked today, um, because that is such a big part of the Golden Girls. Um, I'm also I'm turning 40 in a couple of weeks, and I feel like that's such like a, a big age milestone. So it's <laughs> yeah, the big 4-0. So I'm very excited to just I'm I'm like I'm real, I'm just chomping at the bit to have a conversation about aging today. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to kind of look at like overall aging. Um, you know, I I feel like there's this sort of thing of the people we used to be versus the people we are now. I think there's a point in our lives, um, and tell me if you guys agree where maybe you reach a certain age where you really feel like you've settled into who you are. Mm. Um, like I think with Sophia, for example, uh, I think with Sophia being the oldest of the women with age, I think comes wisdom. Sophia always has all that wisdom, all of her picture at stories, even if she's making them up, she's always the one, you know, giving the women the storied lesson to teach them something. And one of my favorite quotes from her um, is she said, uh, people waste their time pondering whether a glass is half empty or half full. Me, I just drink whatever's in the glass. <laughs> and I, yes, mm. yeah. Oh, see, mm. a true Golden Girls fan is always going to finish that quote. <laughs> so So I'm curious to know um, with the two of you in terms of like where you're at age wise, do you sort of feel like you've kind of come into who you are? And if so, kind of when did you figure that out? Or are you still kind of figuring out, you know, who you are? Yeah. You look amazing, by the way, Carrie. I'll go ahead and take it because I'll have no issues with it. (laughs) You look amazing. I had no idea you're going to be 40. Oh, my goodness. Um, I am. I know she looks great. Um, I am younger than Barrett by a couple years, so I am 31 wow. years old. Um, so I'll be 32 next year. And I think like around the time I turned 30, just life was different to me. And I gave, I had less fucks to give. Mm. Um, just, mm. it's like a couple days or a week, maybe after I turned 30, I'm like, you know what? I really don't care what people have to say about anything as long as I'm okay with it. Um, so it was right around then that I really started to, you know, not care <laughs> for real, that. for real, and literally not, not have any fucks to give. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What about I you, Barrett? So I do agree. I don't know if I ever had any fucks to give, but if I did, they're definitely <laughs> gone now and I will mm-hmm. be 34 next week, but I, the early share, birthday. Yeah, you guys share. Thank you. Birthdays. I'm accepting presents. Oh. Um, <laughs> the 24th to be specific, but I was looking at it when I saw the topic that you were presenting as more of a physical thing than mentally. Oh, we'll because talk for one, uh, well, I'll, I'll save my comments then, but as far as mental, I just feel like, you know, you just mature, of course, and just things that were important to you before aren't going to be important to you now. And you're 
you care about the people and the things that really matter and really make a difference yeah. and everything yeah. is not a big deal. Everything's not in a, a crisis or even, you know, like with us being on Judge Mathis today, I remember when I was on Christina's court and it was in 2008, like that was everywhere. I'm posting every, everybody. You're look at this to all the, the judge shows, aren't you? Yeah. He's problematic. I'm coming for you next. But with this, I was like, I don't feel the need to tell everybody if they see it, they see it. If they don't, they don't. And, you know, it was fun, but that's not the type of thing that is important to me. It was a yeah. great thing to do, but I'm just here to have a good time. I'm not trying to, you know, necessarily be seen because I feel like the things that I get the most notoriety for are the things where I'm just like, oh, this will be fun. And then it blows up. But the stuff that I'm like, oh my God, I have to get this out there. Nobody cares about. It. So I've kind of just tried to relax and just be like, hey, whatever happens, happens. I'm easy breezy. That's good. You know, because the control, like letting go of that control and just kind of saying yeah. whatever will be, will be, that can yeah. be a hard thing to do sometimes. So it's great mm -hmm. that you're just like, I'm just going to let that go. And that's okay. Yeah, because you really can't. I mean, one of the things that I learned real quick by just in general, just in aging in general, but also like just dealing with like life's hardships, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is that you can't control the things that are outside of your control like you can't right. control how people react you can't control the things the successes that you get or the things that you don't you can't control how things manifest all you can control is the moment you're in and for me with the golden girls i kind i kind of fall into the blanche territory with aging i will admit that i don't mm -hmm. i don't talk about my age i have been 28 for years now and i will stay <laughs> that way I I don't like my birthday celebrated really. I used to, but not so much anymore. I uh yeah, I'm kind of a blanche in a way. I kind of resist aging in a way. I have lots of moisturizers. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite of you because I I feel like I spent so much of my teens and twenties just trying to figure it out. Like I would hang out with different people. I would be in these different relationships and I was always taking on a part of someone else. Mm -hmm. And it, it really wasn't until I was in my thirties that I, I think just, I, I, ju I just settled into who I was and I liked who I was. Yeah. So, you know, I, and I think that that's, I don't know. It's so, I mean, it's so silly, but it's well, like, it's just I mean, so nice to, to be able to like yourself. I like lying no, about my age really... a lot. I love that. <laughs> I love, I love telling different people, different ages all the time. And no one ever really knows what age I am. So that way when friends <laughs> say, oh, well, you're 34. I'm like, sure. And another friend <laughs> says, I'm 30. Sure. You know, for, sure. Like, I'll just say yes to everything, which is, I think a wonderful way to go through life. And I kind of like that with Blanche too, because sure, there's a lot of anxiety of like thinking about aging and looking, you know, whatever, the, all the things that Blanche went through that I'm also going through. But it's also like, it's kind of fun because that way in my life, at least my boyfriend's much younger than, not much younger, but he's younger than me. And so a lot of my circle of friends are younger than me as well. So I kind of like this sort of, I have sort of like a mix of like people my age and younger and it's all different types of people coming in and out of my life and i love that it kind of keeps everything fresh yeah i like um getting older because it's as long as you're on the right path right i remember when i was like 19 and 20 i didn't i had my own apartment but i was broke i didn't have any money because i'm 20 years old but now at yeah. you know 31 i have a house and i'm not broke <laughs> yeah. and so it's better like i could just i could live my life in you know in the best way that I know how and how I want to. If I want to go on a vacation, I can go. If I want to go buy a new car, I can go. If I want to start a business, I can. So I look forward to getting mm -hmm. older and, and learning more things and seeing more of the world and experiencing more people. So I look forward to it. I'd rather get old than to die young. Yeah. Yes. $30, Miss Moneybags. No, we're not like doing that. that. I'm sitting pretty. I'm not. I'm not uh, that well, but I'm pretty. I'm oh. sitting pretty. <laughs> you do just fine. Yeah. I always. Um, sometimes I get into that place of like, where I think a lot of people think this too, especially as we get older. I think and I. I felt this a lot just in general in the thirty range where you kind of think like, oh, am I doing enough? Is because I. There's a lot of pressure. I feel like in your thirties specifically to do a lot and to be successful and to be settled and to get the things that you're supposed to get the marriage the kids the the job the all the things and i feel like that pressure and golden girls probably attributed this a little bit that pressure has mm -hmm. sort of lessened over the years and i find a lot of my friends who are approaching 40 are just kind of in a way coming into their own and in, in, yeah. in their 40s in terms of you know their job success and the things that they're doing and it feels almost like i watch movies and tv shows from like 
for any time before like 2000 basically and for, mm-hmm. oh, we, we did an episode or we it's coming up i forget where it's going but about boy meets world and the parents were like in their late 30s and i was just like oh my and they God. had like a 16 year old like and we were like that's wild. wild that's yeah. approaching college like yeah how is that possible it feels so foreign yeah. to me, although i know it's not and to a lot of our listeners it's also not very foreign because people have different life mm-hmm. experiences it's well, who yeah, made the, the standard who yeah. made the time frame you know what i mean because like mm-hmm. on the sitcoms on all the 90s sitcoms the parents were like 35 but they looked yeah. 50 and yeah. they wore you know mm-hmm. like the dead jeans and the this and the at 25 i had that's not my life no. at all so yeah. who made the standard that's what i want to know mm-hmm. so i don't go by the standard i just go I by have, what feels right i have some opinion yeah. on who made the standard and i'm not <laughs> sure of them because they're controversial but i have some the joneses mm-hmm. yes that's the joneses it's a very but... stereotypical person who probably made the standard <laughs> yeah, offline agree, conversation you know, we can you, talk about you that. can't have you can't have these unrealistic timelines. I told my husband the other day, because I've been saying like, okay, well, we're going to move to LA at this point in these years and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? We'll just go when we go. Let's just, yeah. you know, enjoy what we're doing now. Whatever yeah. we get there, we'll get there. LA is not no. going anywhere. No. And so much of my life has been, I got to do this by this time. Like for the longest, you didn't know me yet, Kay, but I was very like, I have to be married by 30. And then yeah. 30 came. So I was like, okay, well, I need a date by 30. Let's, you know, baby steps. So um, I was, you know, happy to get to that point. But I was like, you know, it didn't happen at 30, but at least it didn't happen at 80. So I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, I, you know, Barry, you kind of mentioned it before, and and we've seen it a lot in the Golden Girls is sort of aging and our bodies. Um, you know, we've seen so many episodes with, you know, like Blanche going through menopause, you know, Blanche wanting to get plastic surgery. I'm dying to do um, the same thing. I want plastic surgery so bad. <laughs> you know, when, <laughs> when Dorothy sleeps with Glenn and she's like so proud of herself because she did it like during the daytime when, you know, she couldn't be in the dark, uh, you mm-hmm. know, Blanche getting a pacemaker and giving up sex, Blanche and Rose being the penny saver hand models. Um, they're, they, they do tackle kind of aging so well and in such a real way on the show and H. Allen, do you actually have the the clip um it's from a very early episode everybody listening will know it but it's yeah. it's really one of my favorite um uh clips about aging and dorothy is so brilliant in this moment yeah i was not a 20 year old you know when you're 20 no matter what you do everything stays where it's supposed to now when you lean over it looks like somebody's let the air out of your face what honey lean over a mirror sometime and take a look at yourself where's a mirror there's one in the tool drawer i think you better take a sedative before you look don't be silly i look at my face all the time how different could it be leaning over oh my god Why didn't you tell me about this before? Only on your back, Blanche. That way everything slides back and you look like you just had a facelift. Oh, you're right. I'm gorgeous. I'm going to have to meet men lying down. I thought you did. Oh, uh, so book. many great jokes in that little scene. Literally, I mean, that first season, I mean, every season, but that 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 was a great moment. It was such a great moment and so relatable. Like, I just I, I, I loved it. I feel like I remember being a teenager and like thumping on like my stomach and being like, oh, I'm so pudgy. And I, now <laughs> I look back at photos from those yeah. years and I'm like, yeah. oh, man, like I looked great. And I I really wish that I'd been kinder to myself back then, because like, you know, now I'm older, like I have a postpartum body. Like, I love it. I appreciate it. Me too. Um, you have a postpartum body, <laughs> yeah, you know. I have a post-pandemic like... body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love that moment. It's so great. But are there things that um, you all have noticed about like when you, as you've gotten older, like, oh, something doesn't work on my body the way it mm-hmm. used to work. Or if you just, the way you sleep, the way, like, have you noticed sort of, what have you kind of noticed about your body? My knees don't work. Triggered very well anymore (laughs) what's happening with your knees it takes a like if i 
I have three kids. So if we're playing and I end up on the ground, it takes a while for me to get up. And I'm like, I don't think it took this long previously. Like, what's wrong mm -hmm. with my knees? I don't know why they're not working. So. Mm -hmm. What about you, Barrett? I wish that was all I had to worry about. So first of all, my memory, uh, oh, maybe yeah, the yeah. edibles, I don't know. But Probably for those. instance, I was running a bath so I could sit in an inch of water when we get done. And I was like, oh, let me come in here and get ready. And I realized I'm waiting for you all. And the tub is still running. So I had to jump up and go back in there before I fled the place. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like the other day, I went to like pull the curtains. And I don't know what I pulled, but I'm like screaming in agony. <laughs> and I'm laying on the floor trying um, not to wake up my husband. So I'm like trying not to scream. I'm like, why does this hurt so much? All I wanted to do was close the blinds. And I'm like, at what point did I become an old man? Like I told him like these gay guys keep like reaching out or whatever on social media calling me daddy and he's like well be glad that anybody say anything I'm like well not if you're calling me daddy when did i stop being a twink why am i a daddy now yeah and yeah. we were downtown the other day going shopping and i was so winded when i got to the top floor of zara and i'm pretty sure it was an escalator so i just don't know what the <laughs> hell happened and why i'm so out of shape at this point yeah it's bad enough i have gray hairs everywhere I feel like the only reason I don't mind telling my age is because minus the gray hairs, I still look pretty good. Once I start looking my age, Barry Blackman, comma, 39. <laughs> <laughs> a blanche yeah. true and true i i mm. definitely i feel you on so many of those things i especially feel you on the knee part okay i definitely have the knee. yeah i also have what i noticed which i mean i've always had sort of bad eyes but like sometimes at night i'll take my glasses off because i get sick of wearing them and i'll try to like read something on my phone and i can't possible i can't mm -hmm. i can't see it without my glass <laughs> i'm literally like squinting at my phone for something it's it, it actually is humiliating i'm also always reminded that i'm older because my boyfriend constantly will make old jokes he'll he'll make jokes about like what it was like in 1920 or something and ask me that and it's like a constant <laughs> thing for him which whatever i'll take it but the weirdest things i think is that like like I gained weight over the pandemic and I've always had a yo-yo body. Like in my twenties, I was really heavy. In my thirties, I lost a lot of weight in the most unhealthy way possible. And then right before the pandemic, I had a movie that came out, which was like a documentary. And I lost a lot of weight for that. Like in the most unhealthy way possible, I wasn't really eating anything. And so during the pandemic, I gained a lot of weight back because my body was like starving for food basically. And that's been the hardest thing about aging for me is sort of figuring out like, how to eat healthily, how to live in my body and sort of accept my body where it's at while at the same time recognizing that I have room to improve. Like, it's sort of like mm -hmm. this weird balance of like, in my 20s, I was stressed about it because I was worried I wouldn't get laid or I was worried that like, <laughs> I wouldn't go on dates or I wouldn't have career opportunities. And now I'm like, okay, I have career opportunities. I know how to make myself pretty. I can do that. Like, I know what to do to live my life. So I'm not as stressed about my body now, but I'm still stressed about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it yes. does. I would just say embrace it in the best way that you can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. Because I, I have a <laughs> I mean, I have a postpartum body too, right? So it mm -hmm. I've had three kids, three and a half, because one's cooking. So um okay. congratulations. Yeah. An exclusive. We've never exclusive. said that on our show. Wow, congrats. Never wow. ever. Thank you. Congrats, We're gonna do a big Kay. reveal later. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's the fourth one. After the third one, you're like, eh, whatever. That's <laughs> not me. I was the third one, and she. I was like, why is there no photos of me? And she was like, you all look yeah. the same. You're all just white <laughs> little babies. Like, who gives a crap? I mean, you're not going to have a white baby, I think. I don't know. But, like, she was like, why? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, no. Like, you just embrace it in the best way you can. This is my body. This is what I look like. This is what I'm probably going to look like. Because, you know what? I was dieting one year, and I decided – um before I decided to have plastic surgery, because I did that too, um, I was dieting first. And I'm like, let me just go ahead and give it everything I have. And if I still don't like my body, then I'm going to go ahead and have the doctor make it look how I want it to look, right? So I was dieting and I was reading these articles. And this guy, he was in like perfect health, right? He was like a marathon runner, a vegetarian. He only ate pure, homegrown, whatever. Okay, fine. He wakes up one morning, so tragic. And he goes outside and gets hit by a car. 
<laughs> so I'm like, why am I sitting here starving? I have I'm gonna bring it back in. It's gonna be warm. It's not gonna be dark. Why am I starving myself? And I, you know, and I'm not eating the foods that I like when anything can happen at any given moment. Now I'm not saying, you know, go stuff your face all day and hoard everything, but you know, make healthier choices, healthier yeah. choices, and make sure you're living your life and loving yourself the best way that you know how. That's the only yeah. thing you can do. Yeah. I love don't it. end up like Helen Colquist. You don't want that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like that episode of the Golden Girls where Dorothy, they were talking about dieting and they, they had, I think, a chocolate cake in front of them or something. And they were talking about yeah. how they could get hit by a car or something. And, they, and the last thing they said was they didn't have this chocolate cake. Why would you not want to have the chocolate cake if you're going to die any minute? I want to mm. eat the chocolate cake. Right. So then That's my rationale. Yeah. Eat the cake, mm -hmm. and then if you're feeling bad about it in the morning, jump over, take one of Avon's classes, do some whirly birds, <laughs> and like you're set, you're good to go. Oh my god, so fun! I mean, so now that you guys like, in what ways has the Golden Girls and the four of them, in the various ways that they have talked about aging over the years, how does that impact sort of how? You're going into your third. I mean, for UK, you're going into your mid thirties, and same for you, Barrett. Like, how are you? How does it shape how you age? How do they shape how you age? I guess it gives me a little hope because, uh, <laughs> you know, like you were saying, you know, looking back at old pictures, like I look super emaciated, and I thought, oh, I'm so fat, and now I'm like, well, now these pants really don't fit. But hey, just get bigger pants. Like, you know, just. Live your life as long as you're having a good time and you're not doing anything too crazy that you can still enjoy your life as you get older. Not to say I didn't know that anyway, but they look like they were really having a good ass time. Yeah, so I feel like Sophia. there's no age limit, mm -hmm. even though Kate thinks that old people shouldn't have sex. But I don't think what? that old people I don't think that old people shouldn't have sex. It's just a visual that I don't want to imagine ah. in my imagination. That's all. Uh -huh. Age is scum. <laughs> I'm not even, but I think the girls, especially Sophia, because even Sophia had, a, you know, she went on dates and she went yeah. out and she had her little her schedule and things that she did when she went to the store to go get her nectarines and other stuff like that. So I think the girls made being an independent, older, more more mature woman, I should say, more acceptable because typically, um, like Carrie was saying, you know, you see grandmas, quote unquote, knitting or sewing a sweater or baking cookies, and they're out enjoying their lives, going on trips and everything. So I think, you know, they're inspiring for sure. That's amazing. Yeah, that, they really yeah. are, aren't they, Carrie? Like they, yeah. you, Carrie, what are you, what do you, what do you take from the girls as you, your birthday approaches into a new era? Yeah. Like, I mean, the big age, it's a big birthday. I know, but I've also like had spider veins on my legs since I was like 16. So I'm like, <laughs> whatever, like, I don't care about getting older that much. Um, yeah, I think like, you know, one thing I think about hitting 40 is, you know, uh, we, you know, we have the one kid, we have little, little Aurora, little baby Oreo, um, <laughs> and not her real name. This is what we call on the show. Um, but you know, we have her and, but you know, like as, as much as sort of like emotionally and mentally, we're like, you know, I don't care about age, whatever, like biologically your body, you know, like if we're going to have another kid at some point, yeah. it's definitely yeah. something that we have to start, you know, we have to think about like sooner than later. So mm -hmm. weirdly, I, like that's something that I can't control that I don't really like. Um, yeah. Sort of like the, the, the that actual biological clock that I feel like was such a cliche and said to so many women, like your clock is ticking, tick, tick, mm -hmm. tick. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but it is true. But luckily, you know, we have some embryos on ice <laughs> and, you know, we could use them at some mm -hmm. point. You know, we yeah. could we could actually make a, a baby, baby Aurora <laughs> with um, we'll sell them to you if we don't use any. Um, no. uh, but yeah, we could we could we could do a Becky situation. Um, but yeah, otherwise, like, yeah, kind of what Kay said that. I, I like that they, like the women were so, they aged, like they were so graceful about it. And I know Blanche obviously had so many hangups, um, but at the end of the day, I think especially with like the menopause episode, the women were the ones who yeah. helped her get through it, which is like, if you do have that solid friendship, 
with other like-minded people, then, you know, when you do get into those moments where, you know, Blanche was feeling like, because she's going through menopause, her life is over. She's not going to be sexy anymore. You know, when Mm -hmm. you have strong friends around you to help lift you up, they can kind of help you work through those moments so that you can really Mm -hmm. be happy in where you're at and who you are. And so I really think that's like, that's such a special thing about that the girls have given us. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 1000%. Well, Mm -hmm. so you guys, we, I think we're going to take a break and do our golden takeaway. But before we do that, and before, because we're going to end the show on that, I want everyone to know where they can follow you and follow the podcast and all of the things on the interwebs. Well, you can follow So Good We Named It, the first Golden Girls and Golden Palace podcast and the first Golden Girls or Golden Palace podcast (laughs) with Black hosts. At So Good We Named It on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram. And check out our Etsy for stickers, earrings, and more. And where can people follow? I mean, can they follow you guys individually? I they shut can. it off my social media. Yeah, I'm not really. So I'm old. I guess I'm a. I'm not a millennial, but whatever the people are, they call me old because, like, I guess the young kids are on Instagram. I don't even know how to work Instagram. And I just scroll Facebook all day. <laughs> so I am on Facebook. Um, K, you can find me, K-A-Y. Or you can find me under the So Good We Named It um, uh, page. And then, you know, click around and I'm there too. What? But I'm not very interactive, just FYI. So sorry. You're busy. <laughs> don't you apologize. Three, so three yeah, they kids. can... Yeah, they can find you guys at your shows, at your show's social media. Definitely. Well, let's take a break and we'll come back with our golden takeaway. Start thinking about them. We are back with our golden takeaway, which is a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. Now, I'll well, Carrie and I will go first, and you guys, since Barrett and Kay, this is your first golden takeaway. Hopefully, not last, but your first. So, Carrie, what's your golden takeaway from this episode? Uh, my golden takeaway from this episode, um, I I want to quote uh, the poet laureate um, <laughs> Rose Nyland's mother when she said, "The older you get." the better you get, unless you're a banana. (laughs) I think I would like this crocheted on a pillow or maybe on a mug where I can sip my coffee. Um, I think that's one of my favorite quotes from Rose on the show. Um, And I agree. The older we get, the better we get. We become wiser. We have more lived experiences. We have opportunities to mentor people uh, from our own lived experiences. And so I think that was probably one of Rose's wisest moments. That's my golden takeaway. Yep. My golden takeaway from this episode is anyone listening in Chicago, you guys need to organize so that So Good We Named It can have a live recording show and yes. have something going on live with the Golden Girls. That's my golden takeaway. We're going to make that happen. Kay, Kay, what's your golden takeaway from this episode? My golden takeaway would be um, friends. Friends are definitely important. Genuine friendships are absolutely important. I feel like since I've gotten older, I've realized what type of friends that I want in my life. And I do my best to keep that circle. It's a small circle, but it's strong. And that's what I like about it. Yeah. And Barrett, what's your golden takeaway? My golden takeaway, I think, is for the listeners, because a lot of people have said, oh, how did you guys get to do a show? How did you get to be a golden con? You can do whatever you want to do. I was just at the Betty White Memorial. I just happened to be there. I saw the person, uh, Zach, who is over Golden Con. I was like, hey, maybe I can help. And, you know, then I was able to do that. I was able to do other things. I went from listening to this show to being on the show. And Carrie, you know, because I DM'd you like a creep that I watched Schooled. (laughs) I watched Goldbergs. I've been watching that for a decade that your husband is on. I was just talking to my friend. We literally started being friends because we talked about the Goldbergs so much. And we were talking about it. We love Stan. That's what we call we them on this recap series. every week. And we were just talking about it. I was like, sorry, I got to go talk to Mrs. JTP. I'll be back later. <laughs> so you can literally do whatever you want to do. It can seem so weird and crazy of how can I ever do this and do that? Just do it. It's not impossible. I don't think I'm doing anything that great. So do whatever you want to do. Oh, you're just doing some do stuff. You're with, doing some great yeah. stuff. Well, you guys, uh, just, yes. just do it with passion, be genuine, and 
you'll be surprised what you can accomplish. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Thousand percent. And everyone listening, one of the things that you can do is you can go follow So Good We Named It podcast. It's the first in our sort well, you guys are our first Golden Girls podcast that we've had on ever, which is kind of incredible. And we're gonna have so many more coming down because this new era of what we're doing with Out on the Lanai. So it's it's really exciting to have all these crossovers with all these all these other podcasts and these Golden Girls fans and all of that. It's lots of fun. We're so glad that you guys could come on and do this yeah we're thank so you glad so you much. invited us thank you for thank having you so us much. and i, I yeah. appreciate it. i stole your idea a little bit because i saw you've been doing like other shows mm-hmm. i i think i want us to cover maybe you can come on our show we want to do uh whoopee the sitcom oh i love whoopee and rue mcclinahan did an yes. episode yes, yes. So maybe you can come on there since i stole your idea the least i could do <laughs> you know what I, this is what there's one thing that i learned from a, a gg vip good friend of this podcast and a wonderful friend of mine alaska thunderfuck that she said she said something like it's what we do like in drag that's what drag queens do we steal things we are inspired by things Hmm. what we do so i feel like in art i've never thought anything's ever original everyone is influenced by something doing something and it's there's no stealing involved it's just being influenced and putting it into your own narrative your own voice your own way of doing Mm -hmm. that's what you did and you're influencers exactly we're all influencing (laughs) each other it's kind of fun to do yeah and it's exciting that there are you know all these golden girls podcasts out here now because the you know and we've said it so many times on this podcast the golden girls fan community mm-hmm. is some of the greatest people we've ever met or just interacted yeah. with online and yeah. so just the yes. fact that we can all kind of come together and share our love for the golden girls it's yeah. a really nice special thing and i feel i i already feel like i've known you both for years just because we have this shared love for the yeah. golden girls and and it's really special it's also so. so diverse too just in general in terms of like the types of pod, because I mean, our podcast isn't for everybody. And if it's not for the one person, they can go to you guys's podcast. And it's, it's kind of nice to have all these different voices in the Golden Girls community talking and sharing things. I mean, yeah, I mean, Carrie and I've been doing this for a long time now. And it's nice that there are a lot more joining the party and the fun. And if someone yeah. doesn't like us, they can go to this one. If they don't like you, they can come to Earth. It's like, it's a nice mm-hmm. one. They can listen to them all, which is kind of yeah. so much fun. I love it. So it's so much fun. Thank you all for listening. It's been so much fun, right, Carrie? Yes. And uh, we are part of the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network. I'm taking your line. I love it. Um, So you should go to Hoo-Ha-Ha and check out all their other amazing podcasts. And H. Allen, where can everybody find the podcast on social media? Well, you can find us on Twitter at Golden Girls Pod, on Instagram at Out on the Lanai Official, on Facebook at Golden Girls Pod. And I am H. Allen Scott and Sadie Pines on everything. And I'm Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. Still really bad at branding. And uh, <laughs> if you all have a moment and you want to go to wherever you get this podcast, rate and review. Give us the thumbs up, the likes, I don't know, whatever the YouTubers say. And the comments, all the good stuff. And if you have critiques, you can say them if you want. Just remember that we're... We're people. We're people. <laughs> <laughs> and remember as always all together now ready all of us we're gonna stay golden on three no we stay stay golden okay ready on three all right remember as always one two three stay Stay golden. golden. golden